Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Gossip Column, the show where we see who is going where in January. Once again, let's not muck about as there's a lot of transfer gossip to wade through. And yes, you've guessed it, we start in Chelsea. Because again, oh, it's getting boring this one. They are again, or well, probably the same talks, but Gonzalo Higuain. Because um, it's a room that keeps brewing its ugly heads. They're now in talks with the Juventus to um, hopefully get him on until the end of the season. But Juventus want to sign him sell him sorry, on a permanent basis he's already on loan at AC Milan so the waters are very murky indeed um, it looks like this one's going to drag and drag is this a transfer saga not quite but uh, Chelsea obviously need a forward they're being um, linked with a multitude of names this one is the one that keeps cropping up though so if you were a betting man you'd probably put your house on him making a move to the Premier League which it would be a good signing not quite the uh, the powerhouse he was for a Napoli Juventus but the fact he has worked with Mauricio Sarri in the past is the obvious link. And if they do team up once more at Stamford Bridge, it could be a right boost for Chelsea in the second half of the season. The Blues, however, have rejected an offer from Barcelona for uh, for Willian, which, strangely enough, would have um, involved Malcolm going the other way. Not Malcolm in the middle, very good. Um, which, considering they only signed Malcolm from Bordeaux in the summer, was it last? Yes, months ago... Um, it does make you think how he's fallen out of favour so quickly, but with the multitude of talent that Barcelona have at their disposal, it's pretty much due to the fact he just can't get game time. So you would have thought, actually, really, the fact that Willian, at 30 years old, he's not quite the player he was a couple of seasons ago. You know, when you get to 30 and a wide forward, you start to lose that yard of pace that you need to play that role. So really, it would have made more sense to get the youngster, but the youngster, Malcolm, probably not quite hit the heights of sort of talent. It's unfulfilled potential at the moment, so it's maybe a case of sticking with what they know than opposed to taking the risk. Staying in Barcelona now, and they could look to sell Philip Coutinho in the summer to bring back Neymar. um, I don't know if that one's going to happen. I mean, Coutinho's not quite stamped his mark in 
Barcelona, has he? He's not quite lived up to the price tag, but with a price tag that big, it was always going to be difficult. You could argue the same with Neymar, because obviously as many titles as they've won in France with uh, Neymar at the PSG helm, he's not really... Well, he's not delivered the Champions League, and that's ultimately why they would have bought him. So um, they say in football you should never go back. Um, many felt that Neymar was going to go to PSG to sort of circumnavigate round to Real Madrid, because obviously a direct move to Real Madrid would have incited something of a riot in Catalonia. So there's still that move on the table. But then again, when you consider that Real Madrid are probably going to more than likely go for Eden Hazard in the summer. Um, stranger things have happened. Never say never. But when we consider that Philip Coutinho was being linked with Manchester United the other day, um, would he go from Liverpool, Barcelona, Man United? I mean, again, not quite right inciting territory, but it would be a very interesting tale of events. Bayern Munich, and they're looking to uh, beat Barcelona to the punch to sign Adrian Rabiot. Now, Tottenham fans had their uh, wings clipped somewhat when Rabiot was quite blunt in saying that he feels that Tottenham will believe him and he won't be going there, so fair enough, at least he's honest. But now the race is on to sign the uh, the midfielder from PSG, the 23-year-old. And, um, well, you don't know. I mean, I guess it's a toss-up, really. It's not just the sort of football, it's the wages. Bayern Munich, obviously, will uh, look to sort of become top of the shop in Germany once more, not something they're achieving at the moment due to uh, Dortmund's rise. And that's because of the likes of Jadon Sancho, who wants to stay in Dortmund, even though there are reports of um, him being linked with a move back to Man City. Man City, obviously, thinking, no, like, how do we let that one slip through our fingers? It's their own fault, really. They just got to make use of the good talent. They obviously felt that um, they didn't need him at that time, but they've uh, got that one wrong. Um, Whether they'll keep making that mistake, I know um, Diaz has left to Real Madrid, Obviously, they felt he can go, but I think this is sort of um, an acid test of City's youth policy. It's all very well making these great young players, but as always, like at Chelsea, um, if you're not getting the minutes, you get itchy feet, you want to move. And it's exactly what Sancho did, and more power to him. Everton, um, they're sniffing around Mitchy Batshuayi because his low move at Chelsea has been cut short. Now, you would have thought, why not just Chelsea utilise him? But again, nothing's ever that simple in football. So if he uh, has been cut short at Valencia, it obviously would indicate a move somewhere else because if Chelsea aren't going to utilise him if they're going for Higuain, then there's no use for Batshuayi once more. It looks like it could be a permanent move and you can take your pick from either Everton, Palace or Fulham. Um, whoever does get him will have a very good striker because you know, there's no doubt he can get goals. He just needs the time, doesn't he? If Palace would get him, that would probably answer their attacking prayers overnight. Fulham... Not really top priority. Um, they need defenders more than attackers. But again, even their attackers aren't really pulling up trees. You know, much was made at the start of the season that, oh, it's fine. Fulham can attack their way out of trouble. But even that's not really happening anymore. So um, don't be too surprised if he sort of moved across to West London um, and swaps Chelsea for Fulham. But um, yeah, I mean, like I say, whoever does get back to I will have a very decent signing on their hands. Southampton and Ralph Hasenhutl, I do struggle with those foreign names, he has said that Fraser Forster is not part of his plans, which is um, not a surprise considering he's almost been the forgotten man in terms of uh, Southampton goalkeepers. Now third choice. I actually uh, tweeted the other day that I wonder if anyone would take a punt on the uh, the lumbering giant, the 30-year-old, and you'd have to think they would because there is a good goalkeeper there. Um, you know, He's almost sort of going the way of Joe Hart where he can't even get on the bench and I don't know if a championship team is the route where a Premier League team feels they need to take a punt but a championship loan move wouldn't be the worst idea but yeah I mean 
not seeing that, um, well, after seeing that rumour, like I say, he's almost a forgotten man in Southampton. You always sort of think, oh yeah, Fraser Forster, but it is what it is. And it's almost, a, like I say, similar situation to Burnley, but um, it's a, t- well, a turning fortune for Tom Heaton, because he's been long injured, can't even get um, any game time at Burnley due to that injury, obviously. But Gareth Southgate is considering recalling him. So obviously he feels, Southgate, that there's not really enough goalkeeping talent which is playing regularly or talent that he can trust. So to give Heaton a sort of a call-up when he's not even featuring, and obviously the next England game's not until March, so whether he can get minutes between now and the next squad. But it's a strange one. Um, but again, maybe just, I think, a trusted pair of hands, quite literally. Uh, where now? Liverpool. And Jurgen Klopp intends to keep Divock Origi at the club for the rest of the season. Although Wolves, who uh, look... Liverpool played in the Cup on Monday and Origi actually scored against Wolves, although Liverpool were dumped out of the Cup by the West Midlands outfit. They're actually interested in the Belgium after their move for Tammy Abraham fell through because Abraham wanted to stay with Aston Villa, which was a bit of a strange move, but obviously Abraham must have felt that he can play week in, week out at Villa. And I know Wolves obviously a step up, but he's still part of a squad and Wolves have more options. So you then have to think, is my career trajectory going to keep going? So, you know, more power to Abraham. But yeah, Wolves uh, and their hunt for the striker is not going to be completed with a move for Origi. Sean Deitch, he's um, saying that the move for James Tarskowski from Liverpool is bizarre. Um, well, it is really, considering that Burnley slapped a £50 million price tag on Tarkovsky. That's probably even more bizarre. But yeah, that's not happening. That's uh, not happening at all. Uh, Wan Matter says he doesn't know where his future lies after his old traffic contract expires in the summer. Your guess is as good as mine, Wan. Um, Cagney midfielder Nicolo Barella intends to turn down a move to Chelsea this month. Uh, Chelsea were prepared to pay £45 million, but it doesn't seem to be enough to tempt Barella over to Stamford Bridge. Huddersfield, they've made a bid for Shinji Okazaki, but it's been rejected by Leicester. I don't know if he'd be the man to solve Huddersfield's goal drought. Uh, Fulham, they're in talks to sign Yusuf Sabali from Bordeaux. Um, it's another defender. Whether that's, again, the man that's going to really sort of solve their issues, who knows? And where else? Watford, just to show that they're not really uh, dabbling in the market. Javi Gretzia has said there's going to be no signings in January. So uh, Watford, I don't know if that's going to disappoint their fans or not. But they'll be comfortably in that sort of upper to mid-table sort of bracket, anywhere between, I don't know, 7th and 12th, they'll be fine, which is uh, an improvement on the last couple of seasons. And that pretty much is a wrap for today. Uh, nothing else really making headlines today. Um, yet that's pretty much your lot. I'll be back tomorrow and Sunday over the weekend. There's no rest for me. As always, I'm sponsored by Loserpool. And my name's Dan Tracy. This is The Real Football Cast in association with Loserpool. And until next time, goodbye. Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. 
a great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.